face of people who don't want to be cool. You just made the list. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. This is your one-stop shop for all things wrestling on Weagle. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the gimmick killer, Cooper Prater. Turns out uh, the news is a lot more bearable when you don't watch one promotion for a whole week. <laughs> the natural Mel Phillips. I'm a man of constant sorrow. I have known trouble all my days. And newly appointed host, Jumpin' Jack Dudley. We gotta come up with a better nickname. Yeah, Jumpin' is, is a little... That's what we should do for this this whole first segment. We gotta come up with a better nickname than Jack. <laughs> we could definitely come up with something better. Has to be something with a J. Alliteration, alliteration, alliteration. Jolly Jack Alliteration is Jolly <laughs> Jack Dudley? How about that? That's, that sounds pretty apropos, not gonna lie. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> there no, we go. Not with the same letter, though, but the same sound. You, we could do Giant Jack Dudley. Ooh, I kind of like that. Well, we could also the spell giant, it with a J. The <laughs> Giant Jack Dudley. He is Six feet tall. I kill. I, I actually I, think you mean you seven so. four. <laughs> right. They can't. I, I'm looking at Jack right now. He's dwarfing me. Um, <laughs> so the giant Jack Dudley sitting at seven four. That's your new nickname. Oh, We're thinking about that. I one. really dig that. Um, yeah, wrestling. And we can't. We can't have an easy week because as soon as we did the podcast, what happened? Um, Scott Demore was Scott fired. Demore, yeah, um, I forgot. That feels like ages ago. Exactly right. I yeah. I honest to God thought that that was two weeks ago. No, no it was last week. It was Tuesday. After, it was Tuesday. We do the podcast on Monday. We didn't get it uploaded until later this week. But like five thousand news. That's probably things. why I thought it was. Uh, yeah, later than it was. Like my my schedule revolves around when we upload. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Demore was fired. Crazy. Um, or we. Do we really? Do we want to get into that? There's stuff to get into about There's it. That? For sure. There's that. TNA, brother. TNA. 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 <laughs> I've never seen that. Everyone's saying like, "Oh, the Cody decision was the worst decision ever." That might be the biggest bag fumble I've ever seen in the history of a promotion. Depending yeah. on how this goes. Firing Demore. Yeah. yeah. Demore. It it is not ideal. Uh, <laughs> certainly. <laughs> um, I mean, and seemingly from. From what I've I've seen about it, um, uh, this was a, a shock to pretty much everybody involved. Um, yeah. Him, uh, the talent backstage, nobody had any inclination that this was on the cards. Um, and I, the the most I have been able to tell is that um, seemingly Anthem, uh, their parent company, mm-hmm. just wanted I don't know just more oversight into yeah. it um which i would be surprised if they didn't have uh, oversight before um but even if they didn't he still under his watch was making a, a really really good product that was getting a lot of buzz for them yep. so i don't know why they would suddenly care about the oversight right now so um, what i heard was he wanted to buy impact mm-hmm. from anthem and then they considered the offer and then the owner's like, nah, stupid. And then he was like, well, can I at least have more money to go after bigger talents? Mm-hmm. Um, like Jeff Jarrett. Again, we have, well, because <laughs> they, they do have buzz. They have more buzz than they've had in the past 10, like, since, I mean, it's, when is the last time Impact has this much buzz? Like when it first debuted. Yeah, like, or maybe when Hogan showed up, I would say. Like, uh, even then, I mean, uh, probably more at than. At the beginning. But, yeah, but like. When they announced. It's been a long time since they've had like this amount of, but I mean, that, that promotion was basically on like life support for the past eight years. Um, yeah. The, the uh, 
mid to to late twenty tens was kind of rough. Ew, for sure. Yeah, as soon as AJ left, it got yeah. real bad. Um, and I built that up, and they were like, no. And then the supposed thing was again, Anthem was trying to make Impact closer, like get their brand synergy, which like I get. Okay, maybe you don't want him to be president. Sure. Why do you fire? Him? Like completely terminate his contract? Why don't yeah. you just like, hey, let's demote you to CEO or just head Booker or like head of talent or stuff like that? Like. I don't understand why you fire the guy who's supposedly gotten your success. They said that – I think another thing that I, that I read was, I think from Fightful, was that they weren't happy with it being like Demore was the figurehead. Like, they thought he was on TV too much. It's like, you can just tell the guy that. Right. That's true, yeah. But, like, there's, like, a wrestling figure in every single TV show whatsoever. I mean, like, Lucha Underground had it. WWE obviously has it. Yeah. AEW, even, like, Tony Khan comes on screen and even – before the shows, we've been to a bunch of them where he's hyped up, you know, uh-huh. Billy Corgan. You know, like, I don't – and he's not, like, a bad – like, he's not, like, bad mouth. He's, if anything, he's, like, the biggest champion of the program whatsoever. They also told Talent that he resigned, which was a lie. The first thing they told him in the meeting that they had. Yeah, I heard about that Zoom meeting. Um, it was, like, uh, Gail Kim and, and a couple other people, and apparently they had to, like, mute everybody. Uh, <laughs> there's just, there's just so much like hubbub around it. I mean, it was a s- s- stupid decision. Yeah, oh, big time. Like just making a problem for yourself when <laughs> <laughs> there was none beforehand. Um, which classic TNA, maneuver. right? That's uh, really it's the most cool, TNA yeah. move yeah, ever. True, true to form. Uh, I mean, seriously though, it is a bummer because man, this whole rebrand, like so far. Has worked out really well yeah. for them. Hard to Kill was an, an incredible pay per view, I thought, and I've, I've been watching the last couple episodes of Impact. Um, They've been solid, and yeah, they're just as as um, you know well booked uh, professional wrestling products as they have always been, um, or it, since Demore mm-hmm. has been in charge. Um, so, and now I feel like all of that goodwill has just this like haze over it, um, which is a real shame for everybody involved. Yep. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, um, especially who they're going to put as Booker, because, like, they're going to put some guy who has, like, no wrestling experience. Is there, like, if that guy's the president, is he going to be the Booker, too, and, like, have no – like, who they are pointing yeah, now. Yeah, they, you know? they do have a guy in charge now who I think is just some, like, suit from Anthem, pretty much. Um, but, I mean, yeah, if I'm them, like, I'm scouring to, to find, you know, any decent – uh, wrestling booker I can find. For know? sure. So. A lot of times it really seems like what Anthem wants out of TNA and what um, everyone else wants out of TNA are very different things. <laughs> because I feel like a lot of times it just seems like they're very content to just let it sit and be cheap programming for a TV channel that they own and not let it grow like at all. Which, like, wouldn't you want it to let it grow? Because then it makes you more money. Like, I don't know. Right. It just seems like a dumb – like, I get, like, a certain extent, like, okay, I don't want to invest more money in this product. I don't want to give you the money thing. But, like, why would you fire the guy who's, like, getting more attention to lead to more viewership? Like, I don't understand yeah. that decision. You and know? also, like, even the highest production value wrestling product, which at the time of uh, recording is undoubtedly, like, WWE shows. Yep. In the context of television programming, even something at that level of production is stupidly cheap to produce. Right, yeah. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. So you are like, I don't, I don't get why you would like set a cap on on that for you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, 
not not ideal. Not a great decision. I don't think it'll affect the TV product for the next couple of weeks. I think they still have like recordings that they're sitting on from like mm-hmm. the last couple like that Demore was a part of, but we'll see in the next couple months not, what type of change is going to be. Right. I'll tell you what exactly what what's the parent company called again? Anthem. Anthem. I thought they were like Athena or something, but <laughs> I guarantee you, Anthem is trying to sell it to the TKO Holdings Group. Uh-huh. I guarantee oh you, gosh. give it a couple months. Paul Triple H Levex is going to be in control but, of total nonstop see, action. The wrestling. stupid part of that is he was the one who did the Jordan Grace thing in the Rumble. He was the one who organized that. The more was and that is also true. Like, yeah. and I think the more also probably would want to sell it. Maybe you make a bunch of money. Honestly, I don't think he would have a problem with that. I think the talent is going to be really upset about yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone. Moose has already that, threatened to leave. Yeah, everyone at that company seemed to love Scott. Yeah, because he was one of the boys. I mean, like, he was the one who would go to all these guys and basically, like, I mean, he's the one who kept them around for so long. Like, I wouldn't be shocked there was a mass exodus. Or, I mean, like, I don't know where they would, again, like, some of these people, like, they don't really have the options to go, you know, but it's like some do. Right. Like, uh, or try to get other contracts. I also wouldn't be shocked if someone said this. It's not going to happen, but I thought that was funny. Uh, where uh, is it? Is it? Ro- is Rosie right? Or is- okay, I, I I need to issue a correction uh-huh. because I told you uh, last week that it was pronounced Rosie. I think I was wrong. <gasps> I think it is actually pronounced Rossi. Okay, it's the first time <laughs> ever that yeah. I have been right. I know because I I I said it and I said it so confidently because I was sure that I heard somebody pronounce it that way before. Probably. Um. But then, in the flood of news, I like Heard then somebody. watched a bunch of other people's takes on it, and uh, more of them said it as Rossi than Rosie. So, well, it looks me. like Ro- it could be Rosie. It looks like Rossi because it's R O S S Y. Right. It was definitely S E Y. I would call it Rosie. But anyway, Rossi Ogawa. What I said, it's him and Scott Demore start their own promotion or something like that. Unironically, that's the best outcome for this <laughs> entire situation. <laughs> Um, but it'll be interesting to see Dude, what that women's division would be insane. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Jor- Jordan Grace and I don't know, like Micah or somebody <laughs> just like duking it out. Yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and get the Noah elephant out of the room. Noah, Big Bill is no longer a champion. You don't want to know something about this. Tony, get, get Tony Khan's book and throw it in the ocean. That man does not know how to run a wrestling company or how to book a wrestling company. He doesn't even know how to do catering in a wrestling company. I guarantee you he does not need to touch AEW any longer. Because how do you have a man that is over seven foot tall and take his championship away from him? That man was printing, printing. You money, not even fake money, not even counterfeit money, real money. That man had money all over him, and you just took that title away from him. How dare you, Tony Khan? Well, I mean, Jack's seven four, and he doesn't have a title. So that's because we don't have not a yet. title <laughs> with the company yet, brother. <laughs> oh, we do. It's just vacant's currently holding it. Well, he does. It's champion for life, though. So you, wait, you wait a couple weeks. He would never lose a belt. We, we, Jack wins, He's and we big. retire it. Right? He's too big. Yeah. Um, you you with that joke you never get bro. me over the top rope, Logan. <laughs> uh, in answer to your first question, though, um, uh, how did you feel about um, them uh, taking the belt off of uh, the Giant like after his first match? What? It did, back in WCW. WCW. Oh, yeah. No, that was also dumb. That's a little bit more forgivable because so? technically, <laughs> technically – the Giant killed Hulkamania. 
going down the line. If you follow it, all right, he took that title and he took that win back. <laughs> and Hulk Hogan said, I'm going to go start the NWO, brother. Right. And then, you know, he, killed, he killed Hulkamania. Him and Sullivan won. Right. They won in WC. If you think about it, the Giant won. <laughs> The end of the day, it is is um, Big Cass gonna win here? I'm not even it's calling not, him by. I'm calling him by his real name. God's name. That's actually is not Big Bill Watts <laughs> going to win here? Is Big Bill Watts gonna kill Hulkamania? No, he's about to go sit on Rampage for another three weeks and not do nothing. I told Noah I think him and Ricky are gonna end up losing to the Bucks when they're trying to go for this number one contendership. And I will stop watching wrestling. <laughs> All right? it, it's done at that point. Like it's already teetering on the edge. Like I, if he lo- if they lose to the Young Bucks, I can't I mean, watch this fake stuff anymore. Like, I think it, you mean the EVPs. Sorry, Matthew and Nicholas. They are still called the Young Bucks. Titan <laughs> though, which Even, I find very funny. Which is which is funny because on the graphics it just says the EVPs, <laughs> Matthew yeah. and Nicholas Jackson. Um, but yes, thing you want a belt. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna save this. We're gonna run out of time for this segment. We'll talk about Sting's possibly. Probably. Final championship win after these brief messages. Welcome back to WWGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. We were talking about AEW Dynamite, specifically Sting's final championship win in that Tornado Tag Team match between Sting and Darby Allen versus Big Bill and Ricky Stalks. Um, really good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, crazy spots. That big bot that Boss man slam on the outside will stay in my memory forever. I felt my soul leave my body. <laughs> I can only imagine what Darby felt. Um, my favorite part of this match was, of course, the ending when um, Ricky doesn't look like he wants to. Again, he does the whole "I don't want to, I don't want to end Sting's career" and the spears him. And then he, when he's pinning Sting, he leans over Sting and says, "Thank you." Yeah. And so in my mind. They were supposed to win that match, and Sting said, "Nah, bro, I'm going over." <laughs> that's that's my theory. Is things like ah. I think I should go over. And then that's just what happened. Calling it in the ring, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the finish today. I don't know. <laughs> he said, this ain't the finish. That's why Ricky was so shocked. He thought this match was over. Sting, Sting <laughs> single-handedly ruined the wrestling business for me. Had it- that was also that, that table spot with Darby and Big Bill was also crazy. That was insane, yeah. Uh, what else happened on this time? Th- oh, Swerve versus Hangman the best three. Of their matches, uh, aside from the uh, death match. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I was about to say, I'm like, I mean, it's definitely best technically, but like death match, I don't know if you could. That's like kind of yeah, no, crazy. No, the best non gimmicked. Yeah, non gimmick match. Yeah. Um, you didn't beat me. <laughs> I, I love that the double turn. The double turn, turn so is much. so good. It makes so much sense when whenever you can do it effectively, it like. It works so well. And, man, these time limit draws, they do 99% of the time, it works every time. I don't think I can think of an instance in AEW where it didn't work for me. Uh, yeah. I'm, this is maybe, I'm like, early. Uh, um, I know that um, – I don't know. There I, was, was the first MJF Cody – Match no, time limit? No, it was, Co- it was Cody Darby. Cody Darby, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember that match. I think it was like a 15-minute. Um, but I don't know. I – if I already has it to guess, I I think that worked well too. Um but yeah, uh no, I mean Swerve um is just so unnaturally charismatic and I've e- even before the double turn happened, which you know, like storyline wise, there are there are beats to make it make sense, but the actual turn had not been 
foreshadowed, really. He broke into a man's house. Yeah, he broke into his house. He broke into a man's house, <laughs> and they cheering this man. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Put a put a T-shirt on the man's child. Um, but, Gave some uh, merch out. Yeah. So, but the actual, like, turn for, for Hangman to, to turn heel had not been really anticipated in any way, which I found interesting because, the yeah, the crowd was so vehemently against him before any of that stuff happened in the match. Yep. Like, from the jump, just, uh, you know, just constant booze anytime he tries to get a spot in. It's constant who's house chance. Like, you know. Um, the so. thing the thing about Hangman, too, is, like, he's one of those, like, justified heels. Because, I mean, like, this man broke into his house and put a T-shirt on his baby. Absolutely. Until I put him in the ground, like, I'm going to, like, he's going to be on site for that man. And, like, I wouldn't give him five more minutes, too, and, like, if you were in Hangman. Like, it makes sense, you know? Right. Where I think Swerve is, like, so over that you can't not, you know, like, the crowd's going to be behind him kind of thing. He's one of those heels where, again, like, still not really a baby face, but, like, you know, the crowd's so behind him that you can't, like, deny them that, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, I did look it up. There's been six time limit draws. It was Sting Cody, um, Kenny Danielson, um, Danielson Hangman. Oh, Kenny Danielson was so good. So good. Yeah. Danielson Hangman, also so good. Right. Um, obviously, MJF, Adam Cole, and then in the Conor Classic, we had Claudio versus Brian. That's right. And then, finally, uh, Swerve and Hangman. Mm. Um, again, and I really like, too, was this one – like, when you think of time limit draws, like, this one really played back into, like, the one we – the most notable one that we've seen recently, which was MJF. Cole, yeah. which is the five Calling more minutes. for five more yep. minutes. You know how this goes. Yeah. Five more minutes. Right. Um, yeah, and, like, there's a moment there um, when, when Swerve says that where you think for a second that – you know, the hangman that we know is still there. Yeah. And so he'll take him up on that offer. Um, if for no other reason than just to to finally get one over. Mm-hmm. But then once he hears Shivani make the announcement that uh, there are now two number one contenders, then he does that self-justification of, oh, no, I didn't have to beat him. He just had to beat me, and he didn't beat me this time. Yeah. So I'm good. Like we are out of here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, no, I, I I loved everything about this match. Um, it's it's on my uh, match of the year list. For oh, sure. for sure. Um, why yeah. is this man trying to look like Madam Ta though? <laughs> why, why is he trying to do that? We this should man. all try to. Look like yeah, that. we should all strive you, for that. What are you talking about, brother? I don't have a perm, man. I can't grow it out like Magnum. TA, brother. I can't do it. Hangman can. Sounds like a skill issue, I guess. <laughs> it is. I, I, can't, I can't do it, man. I, don't, I can't believe in this babyface slash heel because I can't do that. I can't put myself in the character. What else happened on Dynamite this week? I think Tony... Uh, big announcement. Big business, brother. We, oh, Big Bennett. I was talking about Tony Storm. I, Red <laughs> um, um, which was a really good match. It was too, a good match. Right? She yeah. won with the ankle lock, which was the... Um, break a leg, I think is what she called yeah, that. that she awesome. smelled Deanna Ferrazzo. That is true. Like, all over the place. <laughs> it was weird. We also, sadly, um, had Boss Ton. Uh, the Ocho versus the Alpha. I did not watch this match. So, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it did this not is happen. 10 out of 10 Dynamite. But looks like big, first of all, big business. Let's get to that. Yeah. After, was it, is it, is it March 22nd? No. No. 
I think it's thirteenth. Like, yeah, earlier 13. in March. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying like it's like right after Revolution mm-hmm. in Boston, which they aren't even trying to hide. Boss with two, two S's, S's and money signs. Boston. Yeah. Boston. We're gonna. It's gonna be the greatest one-two punch is Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. Here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe, but also, if it's the two big ones that people are saying mm-hmm. that it is, which, by the way, there's no reason to bury the lead here. At this show, the rumors is that, well, the, the basic all but confirmed rumor is that Mercedes Monet will show up. For sure. Because it's in Boston. Boston. They spelled it with two S's. It with two S's. And supposedly she's already been on their contract for months. Yeah. Um, and then the less confirmed rumor is that they will also bring Okada in for this show. Yep. Um, so, obviously, trying to harken back to All Out 2021, TK put out a tweet, like, a couple of months ago, I think, that said, like, AEW 2024 is going to be AEW 2021, basically. Um, okay. Here's the thing. If that happens, if both of them show up. Both of them. I will be very excited <laughs> in the okay. moment. And then I will think to myself, oh, no. Now they have two other people that they need to put on TV, <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is a problem for them. What if we got four well, shows look, on TV? I agree. <laughs> yeah, right. I agree, but they already have Monet. Like it's basically a done. From what I, from yeah, what we've heard, sure. it's basically a done deal. I think it's good because their women's division. They're starting to actually like consistently start to book the women well again, mm-hmm. um, and bring back and stack the division and actually have like. Not the same matches over and over and over again. Yeah, the women's division um, has been really fun so far. Um, especially in 2024. Um, and I think her, she's only going to add more to that division, especially because she's such a star. Yeah, she's a big ass. And I'm fine with her. Okada, you know, in a perfect world, he'd still be in New Japan. But this is not a perfect world that we are living in. Um, and if the choices are AEW or WWE, I would rather take AEW nine times out of ten. Um, I agree. I am just... It's sad. I have, I have yeah. been in this situation before. <laughs> I know what to expect. It is so. the funniest thing ever. Like, Kenny left New Japan. He's like, all right, boys, you guys got to take it over. Os- Osprey, you got to take it over. Jay, you take over Bullet Club. You know, Just Okada. And nobody, all his demons hack it. All his demons are coming back yeah. to his company. Just, you know. Um, but that's the rumor. Also, to add on to the Okada rumor. Rocky Mero is now in AEW's front office. I didn't see that earlier. That was just a few hours really? ago. Yeah. Yes, for you hours ago. Wow, okay. Confirmed by Sean Ross Sapp, I think reported by Meltzer and Russell Puris and a bunch of other sites. Man. Good so. thing for people worried about AEW poaching more talent. Now TK's inside man is out of the <laughs> company. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is... TK's pretty much poached all the talent he pretty much wants. I agree. And really, yeah. I, I don't think I, – I mean, like, I think he would have poached Sabre, but apparently Sabre said he refused. Sabre's too a socialist yeah. to go work <laughs> They had to work for a billionaire. <laughs> He's Direct too quote, Which is the greatest quote of all time. It's pretty great, um, I'm not going to lie. And then, like, I don't think there's anybody else right now that, like, would probably jump ship, you know. Yeah, probably not. Um, Maybe Chase Owens, but, like, he don't want him. So. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> we need evil. The only other like big name that I could think of would be like Drew, like 
he's the only one that I I feel like he's like he's not so dyed in the wool like WWE that mm. um come time when his contract expires he he might seriously consider that offer um but yeah I I do agree that um the wrestling world as it stands right now the the pieces have seemed to fall into place. I don't. I yep. say that, and it'll be announced knock on that wood. CM Punk knock, is knock gonna that CM Punk is gonna come back to the AEW last time. Or Punk, the last pushed. time you said that, you said no. this man ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and literally the next, like, he was in fact going somewhere. <laughs> week, Okada left. So you you knock on wood after anything you say. That's like a big statement. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting time, especially for AEWC how it's going. Because I think they're like direction wise, they're really sharp yeah. as of recently like really really like consistently really great match on ever on at least the big two shows no i don't know about rampage because we don't watch rampage dude collision is is the best the wrestling real show in the world right now yeah yeah and it's not close but and dynamite still like consistently puts out you know yeah um they'll they'll they consistently put out swerve and hangman on yeah TV. right <laughs> yeah. and sting and sting <laughs> Uh, winning a, a championship and holding it up in the exact oh, same way that he has speaking since of, 1990. Speaking of Sting, we didn't even mention the Young Bucks were white. They knew what they were doing, bro. Those white suits with oh, the blood a... stains. I was like, yes. Inject. And they take the, the bats white, too. Yeah, such a good visual. They um, beat Sting, Stang, and Stung. <laughs> Sting and his two sons. Oh, that's right. There's two mutant sons. <laughs> two clones. I do love that, like, they're like, one looks like Surfer Sting and one looks like Crow Sting. One looks like NWO Sting. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. One should be Surfer Sting and one should be Wolfpack Sting for, uh... Right. <laughs> but, yeah, it Sting Sting is song. It was awesome. Darby <laughs> with that crazy blade job, bro. Oh, yeah, Darby went, went deep with it. And don't worry, we're going to get to even crazier blade jobs oh. at the next, uh, next ad break, so... Stay with us. My dogs for real. Welcome back to WWE GL and we go 91.1 FM. You're losing your touch, Logan. I'm tired, man. I'm, <laughs> I think it's time for a change around here. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm still getting over the sickness. It's bad. Um, I'm me having and, my, uh, this me and Jack are going to be the war dogs and take you out when you least expect it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my flu game. Am I Finley then? Yeah. yeah. No! <laughs> the worst thing to be. Um... Wait, I guess that would make you Gabe. I feel like I'm the kid. And then you would be Cocklin. I can be Cocklin. <laughs> and we're going to give Noah uh, Drilla Maloney. I want to so, be evil. Like, I want to be evil. You'll be evil? Be evil. <laughs> well, he is as a torture guy for sure. That's so real. That's so real. <laughs> um, but we're here to talk about New Japan. What do you, what what was this show? The New I'm Beginning already, in Osaka. There's so many New Beginnings <laughs> and they're everywhere. Everywhere road to new beginning. How do you have a road to a new beginning? That doesn't make sense. The new beginning in Osaka. The first of the the how many of these new it's beginnings? Actually, the so second I think. It's right? the second. So they <laughs> did new beginning in Nagoya on January twentieth. Is and that's the one that had Ren versus Shudo, right? No, that was one of the road. Two Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but after this, we have two. New beginnings in Sapporo on twenty third and twenty fourth. A quick four piece for you, uh, which Okada will be in both five man tag team matches in both those shows, both versing different members of United Empire. It's like one difference in two of those matches. Like Give them the proper send off. Crazy. Um, but this was probably like the meat and potatoes of the new beginning pay per views. I mean, uh, or not pay per views. I don't know why they call them that. They're just shows. 
Premium uh, live events. No, no, <laughs> no. Because, um, I mean, the other one has Nemeth versus uh, Finley. Finley, and then we also have Riddle versus – Or are we, what are we going to have? Have we had Riddle nope, versus – Riddle versus um, Tanahashi is on the same night as Nemeth versus Finley, which okay, is the first but, night of Sapphire. Okay, But – oh, yeah, because Tanahashi's not in one of those tag matches. That's what it was. He was mm-hmm. one of the members I was switched out. Those are All the right. two of night one in the Well, we're going to talk about yeah. two matches, and then we're going to mention one match. Um, so the two matches obviously are Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Dose, technically three if you count their original match from back in the day where it was supposed to be a single fall and then they screwed up and he goes, it's two out of three falls. <laughs> that uh, match was incredible. It, it is a great it, match. It is a part of this trilogy in my um, mind. <laughs> and then um, we also have the United Empire versus Bullet Club War Dogs cage match, war game style rules. And I'm going to go ahead and mention it. You know, Gato books he's Two back-to-back, just absolute banger matches. But what does he do before that? He gives the <laughs> IWGP tag straps to the team of Kenta. Great. Okay, yeah. We like Kenta. I like Kenta. We like Kenta. We're fine with him being a tag wrestler, right? Right, right? That is, that is correct. Even checked out Kenta is on, still, his, on his worst day is very good. And Chase Owens. Oh, well. You can't say the same. The crown jewel. <laughs> the crafty veteran himself. Remember when he beat Gabe Kidd to start the G1? Boy, do I. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. But I actually tried to watch the G1 and the first night. I see Gabe Kidd have to give him the greatest promo ever lose Chase Owens. I'm like, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're, we're booking, brother. We're, we're cooking now. Who let, who let Gabe I love that it year? was. The the lead that was the same night I believe too as Mikey Nichols and Hanare to for for <laughs> some clarification by the way uh, uh, so this pattern of putting on a banger and then having the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your life is not new well to be fair I don't think Mikey Nichols and Hanare was even booked I think they said you guys go out there and Nichols says we're gonna get a finish in this match oh, brother. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Major? Is it it's Master Blaster? The Master Blaster. Craziest. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I don't know how that man's alive. I don't know. Denari comes out craziest. Uh, has the the Maori tats. Uh-huh. The is Mataora. It, Mataora looking like the craziest guy to ever live, and then loses the divorce dad when he spikes him on his head. Yeah. In his first match with the new tats. Crazy. Anyway, um, congrats to Chase Owens and Kenta, I guess. Nah. Uh, congrats to Kenta. Uh, Is he still Defy champ? Yes. Yeah, double champ. I think actually, yeah, somebody had mentioned that, uh, yeah, Kenta with the Defy belts uh, is, uh, you know, the, you know, done work for me, brother. Uh, Speaking of, Defy, Defy in progress, merged. Oh, I did see that. That was very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Global indie. Progress is, seems to have been really slowly, slowly building, building that momentum yeah. since they got absolutely gutted. Mm-hmm. Um, Rightfully so. Yes. By, uh, by WWE and the speaking out movement. So. Yeah, less by WWE, but yeah. uh, in terms of the speaking out movement stuff, rightfully, the, yeah. they they have. But also, I mean, like clean house. Um, yeah, a lot of the town that originally was built on Progress got gutted from like just they got swallowed into the WWE system. Oh yeah, the yeah. ones that were actually good and then. The ones that weren't, who were involved in the speaking out movement, obviously got gutted after that, you know. And some of the ones who uh, have not. <laughs> some that are still in the WWE as true. we speak. That is true. Yeah. Um, but I've been, I've been, I still follow Progress because Progress was one of like the first indies I've actually like. I was like, this is pretty cool because <laughs> I got to watch BWG because there was nothing online. I was like, 
progress. Will Ospreay? That guy's pretty cool. Um, and then Cor- and, how correct you were. And then we're not going to go to any other people in progress because half of them are canceled. <laughs> but the talent they have there now, Spike Trevay, Kid Lycos, pretty pretty good. Spike Trevay is amazing. He is amazing. The Vulture. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Sunshine, Sunshine Machine with uh, um, TK, and, TK Cooper uh, and uh, Chuck Mambo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big um, Cara Noir fan as well. I don't know if he's still there or not. I, don't, no, I haven't seen him in a while. He was like champ forever. He was champ forever. Yeah, he'd be Ilya. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I'm really excited about that. Um, I have no idea what it's going to look like. Yeah, right? But, I mean, I'll probably catch the first show. It's going to be like else. Kinta versus Spike for the first show. It's going to be mental. D- don't threaten me with it. It's going to be that or it's going to be like Kid Lycos versus Spike because they're fighting for the belt in like a cage match. Oh, really? Yep. Um, anyway, back to New Japan. Let's start with the first match that we saw, Saber versus Danielson. Better than the Wrestle Dream. Oh, for sure. That match was awesome. I mean, like, it was perfect, too. It, like, especially after going, what it reminded me a lot of, I mean, not, like, exactly, but, like, after watching that World of Sport match, and wow, the crowd was kind of quiet, and all you would hear was, yeah. like, oh, Zack Sabre, like, one guy chanting that. Right. Um, It was... Everything I wanted it to be in more. I thought the WrestleMania match was fantastic too, but like this exceeded that and then some. You know That's exactly what you want out of a match between those two. They did not let up on the grappling. I f- for feels like for the whole time. Yep. Really, and it, it's unbelievable to watch something like that. It's such a far cry from anything else that you'll see in wrestling nowadays. It feels like nothing. I. But, but it, yeah. I think I tried counting. I think there was less than like. 15 total strikes. That's just unbelievable. Match. And like, it was probably all in that one little spurt. A lot of, lot of, uh, uh, most of those were from the yes kicks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Pulled out. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I mean, like, even the clip that everyone's posting online, which is where, you know, they're in, they're both, I think, dueling heel hooks mm-hmm. with Saber trying to smack Brian down and Brian spinning in his face until both of them just start, like, kicking each other in the head, which, gosh, a heel hook. <laughs> he looks like gnarly, brother. Some of the stuff they were doing, I'm like, I don't know how they're not breaking each other's legs. Like, yeah, it was crazy. Um, no, the leg work in in it was incredible. There's yeah. a, a amazing spot too where Saber seems to like tweak himself, yes. a little bit. And, right, that was near the beginning too. Yeah, and Brian just like a shark, like, <laughs> zeroes in on him. Um, and uh, but no, the uh, there's so many fantastic um spots that i can think of too there's a, a, a lovely moment too where um saber does like a rebound like parkour jump off of the turnbuckle pad mm-hmm. into like a leaping cross arm breaker or something it, it looked incredible and it, like it took my brain like half a second to, like, <laughs> to what did to i just see <laughs> yeah most of this stuff is like just my brain trying to like figure out okay who's in control what's so who has what limb Whose limbs is that? Like I don't know. <laughs> is that is that Daniel's arm? Is that Saber's, Saber's leg? leg? I don't yeah. know. Um, but uh, it it looks incredible. And man, both of them are just it's, uh, Saber in particular is like at a point now where I would watch his matches from like a couple years ago, like I don't know, like 2015, 2016, and I would say like, oh, it's it's great. You can see him thinking in real time. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I can. If I'm here, I can grab his arm, and then I can grab his wrist, and then I can pull his wrist back, and then I can do all these things to him. And now, though, at this point, it's 
he doesn't even have to think about it. Yeah, Charlton had that call. Yeah, they were he's like, that in common. He was saying that, like, Danielson's very methodical. But, like, Sabre is not even methodical. He's like, he just, it's what flows. You he know, knows just, what to do. Yeah, he just yeah. knows what to do. Like, just, like, he just rotates and just keeps finding ways out of it. I love, too, the finish being the flash pin because it came right after the whole time they're saying, you know, um, Sabre's been on a slump with, you know, him losing to Tanahashi and stuff like that, not going his way. And whenever he started to, obviously, Charleston's like the biggest Sabre homer of all time. He's the biggest homer for anybody British. Mm. He's like, don't remember Tanahashi. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, this is how you lost. And yeah. then finally, he got that confidence back and just was able to just stuff Brian there. Sa- I, go ahead. I was going to say, Sabre is someone who I used to like, really like the idea of what he does, but think that he wasn't all the way there. Like, like the concept of it was better than the execution, but he's really, in the last, like, two years or so, proved to be one of the very best. He's just gotten better and better over the years. He's constantly improving yep. to now he's just leaps and bounds above, like, 99% of every other wrestler on the planet. Especially since he's put on that weight. Like, he's, yeah, like, a absolutely. believable striker, too. Mm-hmm. He really, I mean, like... Even laying down, yeah. those, those kicks that he was doing in the heel hook like, was full force. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love too how dejected Brian was that he was able to get to pin him and him walking away and then coming back for the, you know, the handshake, meaning that like this could be it or it could, I don't think it'll be, I think eventually they'll run this back for sure. Yeah. Two out of three falls. Some people are saying CMLL, some people, which I am for is ring of honor in UK. Well, that'd be fun. Ooh, where yeah, it's yeah. Danielson's home promotion, but it's, um, Sabres home oh, country. country. That would be very I fun. I think that would be very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Rule. They shouldn't do it at Wembley because they should do Danielson Nigel at Wembley. That's the only reason they shouldn't do that at Wembley. But uh, <laughs> it was very fun. And, of course, we get to the first cage match since 2005? It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Early go, 2000s. Yeah, it was something like that. It was 2005 right. or six or something like that. I think, like, um, Takayama was in. Yeah, like, right? Like, for context, yeah. Um, yeah. United Empire versus War Dogs. War Dogs repping the complete camo set. Um, and, of course, Will Ospreay. Hilariously, you know, big, you know, he is Mr. New Japan, but he is the biggest 2000s Noah Mark of all time and decides in his final New Japan appearance to come out dressed as Mitsuhara Misawa. Um, awesome. What an <laughs> absolute troll. <laughs> He's so good. I love him. <laughs> um, this match, I haven't watched it. I'll let you guys take over. I don't know. It's, it was bonkers, man. I don't know if I've seen anything that crazy ever in a promotion. This bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like sensory overload. Right. At <laughs> <laughs> a certain point. Um, I, I've seen a couple people's takes on it. It seems to be very polarizing. Yeah, big time. Um, uh, I am on the, the positive side of, of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it is like a match of the year contender or anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i will say this and maybe it's because i'm a big like war games mark too like uh particularly like a uh war games set up with like a bunch of like just complete and total carnage Mm -hmm. in it um but uh i mean from from where i sit uh i i think that they had that element of like just bonkers like fun let's pull out all the spots that we can think of here um and also doused in a pretty good uh mixture of like 
hatred and brutality between the two teams. Um, the only uh, like downside to to that setup, though, I think, and I, I I told you guys this during the break, is that so much of it does feel very stagey, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of downtime, both selling like the after effects of like the big set pieces and setting up the next big set piece. Um, and some of like, uh, some, some of the stuff, uh, too, doesn't entirely gel. Like, uh, look, I'm sure TJP is a very nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Oswong stuff. (laughs) Uh, I will say this. He, he does look better. Uh, he did look better in this one. Mm -hmm. He's got like kind of a, a different um, kind of gear on. Uh, it's like sort of a flowy kind of almost uh, like skirt with a bunch of rags all over it. And so it, it gives this very cool visual whenever he like turns around real quick. Um, but like uh, that stuff I'm less big on. Um, the whole um, the ending setup where they are tearing apart the ring and you see all the boards underneath did lead to some cool spots, but uh, commentary made a note that did make me double-think it. Uh, They said, you know, a a popped-up board is what ended the British Bulldogs career. And so once, like, the second I heard that, it was like a, a, like, switch flipped in my head. It was like, oh, yeah, this does look cool. You probably shouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a popped-up board. It was a trap door. Well... You know, you uh, oh yeah, it was okay. I get what it's yeah, 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 yeah. Well, with that being said, we gotta go a quick PSA break. We'll be back. Brief messages. Welcome back. We're gonna go and wrap this little New Japan discussion up with Hanare, guys. Oh yeah, Hanare. Let me tell you, Logan. He's been one of my boys since the mutton chop days, into the mustache (laughs) and pleather jacket days, and now into the face of fury. And it warms my heart to see people taking to him finally. Well, like I always thought he was interesting. I kind of tapped out and I was like, "What is this guy?" Because I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I know the other United Empire guys. I'm like, DJPV in there is a little weird, but like, I know TJP is. Mm-hmm. I know Jeff Cobb. I know Great Khan. You know, I knew his. You know, I was like, "Who is this scenario guy?" And I've really, especially, I feel like the uh, is it Mataora? Mataora. Mataora. That that really opened up his the clean shaven head. Yeah, the you know, mm-hmm. um, he just looks like an absolute monster. Yeah, I I knew about him because uh, he was he was still a young lion when I, I first started watching, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I saw him join uh, United Empire, and I always thought he was he was good in the ring, but kind of bland in the way that a lot of young lions are when they first come back from excursion. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, yeah, that rebrand for him, Face of Fury. I've never done such a full 180 on a guy. <laughs> uh, it's like, oh, turns out that's all it takes. Like, just get a cool tattoo on your face and I'm down. My mission is never champion by the end of the year. Oh, correct. That's, correct. that's exactly what he does. So let him kill the House of Torture. Yeah. He's really proving himself just more and more as this next generation's Ishii. Right. Yeah. I had never thought about it in yeah. that terms, but yeah. Um, Speaking of the Hanare spot. Which you the guys... coolest thing I've seen all year. It's unbelievable. Uh, for context, I pogged in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for context, the the spot that we were referring to, uh, there's a moment where Gabe Kidd, who by the way I have something to say about Gabe Kidd too. It's just real, real short. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
Gabe Kidd uh, rushes in the ring with the chair. Uh, Hinare, who it has his head bandaged up from that gnarly uh, spot that he took earlier, where I, I was ninety nine percent nine ninety nine point nine percent sure that he died. Um, he comes back in, and Kid swings at him. Hinare just punches the chair, mm-hmm. uh, and then Kid rebounds, swings again. Hinare punches the chair again, and this time punches the seat out of the chair. Kid uh, then, uh, I think he he grabs the, the chair frame uh, from him uh, and then smacks it over Kid's face. So Kid has, like, the chair hanging around him. Yep. And then Hanare just smacks the soul out of his body, <laughs> sends him to the shadow realm. It was insane. Uh, and then Kid very quickly comes back from the shadow realm, hulks up, and uh, drops him with something else. It, it was a phenomenal spot. And if you just want to get, like, pro wrestling in, like, two seconds, that's what you need to watch. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, and uh, I want to shout out Gabe Kidd's performance in this match uh, as a whole, too. I've, I've ever since uh, WCPW, I've been a big uh, Gabe Kidd homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and in particular with the War Dogs coming in. And him really coming into his own as this, like, mouthy, you know, just insane dude. Um, I think it's really, really fit him well. Uh, there's a moment at the end of the match where uh, after they have the ring all pulled apart and they all are, like, surrounding Osprey, like a pack of, like, hyenas, um, just ready to tear him apart. Uh, and Finley tells them all to back off. He kneels down. Osprey's in the corner, right? So... Uh, Finley kneels down and he does like the Heath Ledger like Joker like hit me hit me and so then Osprey uh, gears up looks like he's about to go for Hidden Blade staggers forward falls down right mm-hmm. I can't do it Gabe Kid during this entire interaction is chomping at the bit and pushing like forward on Finley being like yeah. this is so stupid we should just kill him like you know <laughs> um, it's like why are we doing all this like no let me just let's, let me at him um, so I'm I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna nail it in right now that dude is gonna be Bullet Club leader by this time I don't know by Wrestle Kingdom this time around and I it, it, we will enter a new golden age of New Japan that is true we only have two minutes but The Rock. Oh, my God. Smacked Cody Rhodes. (laughs) That happened. Press conference, pretty good um, for WWE standards, mainly because they just cursed the whole time, which, like, that always makes things more real. It was interesting to see something like that. Now, I really dug this, to be honest. Obviously, it was a huge pivot, and you have to squint to make it make sense, but I think it's about the best best thing they could have done. It's it's very interesting. It's very fresh, especially for – the Rock has been doing the same nostalgia act every time he showed up since 2011, and so I'm interested. I'm interested really to see where this goes. Honestly, more than I have been. As long as this leads to the so Hollywood far. Rock theme coming back, I will be. <laughs> Brother, um, do you see the Pat McAfee okay. interview? No. Oh my! You got to go back and watch that. He's brought it back. He's brought he, it. He's, back. He was legitimately just Hollywood Rock during the Pat McAfee show. Well, I will say this: I've never saw. Everyone says, "Oh, Roman's aura." Roman Zora went out the window as soon as The Rock walked in. Man dwarfed him, and he was following The Rock the whole time. Like, bro, you're a little bro now. I see why you're a little ooze. You're a little ooze over here. Um, And everyone's getting all mad because Cody said the thing about the family. But it's like, 
literally like five seconds before that, Roman goes, you're irrelevant just like your father. So, I mean, uh, fair is fair. He's a heel, brother. That's um, the point. <laughs> but uh, a hypocrite. good stuff. No way. Um, good stuff, obviously. But we don't really have a lot of time talk to about talk it about week. it. Um, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. No. We talking about Elimination Pop, Chamber, brother, is, in uh, Perth, Australia. By the time next week comes around, like – Philadelphia Stadium is going to be hit by a meteor. They're going to be like rescheduling WrestleMania or something like that. Who knows? Big wrestling news. But thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WVGO. We've got only 1.1 FM. That has been for it for us. But you can follow the podcast, any of your podcast players of choice. Um, we will be back next week at 9 p.m. Talk some more wrestling goodness. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at ByLoganHurst. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phil 64. You can follow Jack at Average Dark. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter, but Cooper, any last words? I, I guess we're finishing this story again, <laughs> again. One more time. <laughs> Let me try that one more time. If, it, uh, if we go to three at Starcade, baby, you best believe. There he yells on all your podcast players. Of choice. Roads for the gold. Roads for all roads lead to gold, baby. Um, we will be back next Monday, 9, 9 p.m. sharp for another hour of wrestling content. Goodbye and good night. Bang.